Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my bed crimers, hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Let me just ask that after listening to and or watching the video, if you found you enjoyed it, please do me a favor, smash that like button. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a Patreon membership. You'll find a link in the description. Now, let's dig in. We have heard very little from Brian Koberger's family, relatives. Finally, somebody is speaking out. Brian Koberger's aunt, who lives in Las Vegas and is his aunt on his father's side, recently spoke to the Sun newspaper. She lives in Las Vegas. According to the Sun newspaper, this aunt believes that Brian Koberger will be found guilty. Now, this aunt wanted to remain anonymous, so we don't know her name. She may be anonymous to all of us, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to figure it out in the family. I cannot imagine that Brian Koberger's parents are going to be very happy about this. So this aunt described how she struggled to watch the news about the crime, citing her increasing belief that Koberger committed the murders. She is quoted as saying this, When I saw it on TV, I was just lost for words. She added that she was left speechless as new details in the case continue to emerge. She said, it's heartbreaking. I'm a very caring person. The son also noted how she appeared visibly upset during the interview, which came as other relatives were calling the case surreal and trying to distance themselves. She also said, and when I saw the news a little bit today in the living room, I couldn't take it. Hearing about them being and I can't use the word here, but it's about the sharp object. I had goosebumps. I just cried, end quote. I give props to this lady because we really haven't heard anything much from the Koberger family. Of course, that gag order likely applies to them, to his nuclear family. That likely explains why they've been completely silent. And also, they're kind of on the losing side of the equation. Being the family of the person accused cannot be an easy place to be. This aunt also aired her belief that Brian Koberger might unalive himself and that she will likely not watch the trial if things get to that point, and if cameras are even allowed in the courtroom. She also said she wants to know the answers to questions surrounding the case, such as her nephew's perspective on the motive, if he did in fact carry out the crime, and she also wants to know what he might have done 
with the weapon that was used in the crime? Well, that's the million dollar question. Where the heck is that thing? When asked if she thought he was going to be found guilty, she said, quote, I think so. I just want the truth. She added, I would like to see him or write to him and find out what happened. The aunt also provided insight into his life before the crime, describing him as humble and quiet. She said, I didn't see any violence in him. But then she did mention some odd behavior that she noticed on his part in recent years. She moved to Vegas, and at some point she flew Brian and his family out there to visit. And she said, once I told Brian I would show him all around Vegas, but the odd thing was he stayed in the house, end quote. She then told the son how she believed her nephew's behavior might have been due to drugs he was taking at the time, as well as a lot of drama going on between the family, which she said she cannot reveal for legal reasons. Sure like to know what that is. I'm wondering if that could be about a bankruptcy, because we know that the family went through two bankruptcies, once when Brian was very, very young, and then once when he was in his teens. So it could very well be about the bankruptcy. She did, however, say that the family was devastated over the case and over Koberger's arrest. She also shared some details about his childhood. She said that the then-teen was noticeably shy and troubled. She also said that at the time, the suspect suffered from depression to the point where he was allegedly put on medication, though she admitted she did not know if that was entirely true or what meds he might have been on. She quickly added, quote, but if you're not on the right medication, you can be triggered. I think he may have snapped. When asked why he was depressed, she said, I don't have an answer. She said, I guarantee he had a wonderful childhood. She said, his dad, Michael, is a wonderful man. He was a janitor, and his wife is a beautiful woman. She's a teacher, and they worked at the same school. She also conceded that her nephew is, quote, not well. She said that her heart goes out to the victim's families due to the pronounced pain they are likely facing. And that's pretty much all she said. So there you go. Another little bit of information we can add to our portrait of suspect Brian Koberger. Have a good night, and I'll see you next time on Bed Crime Stories.